from the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. Top of the morning to you. It is Friday. Welcome into the program. This is game time with Tom Ward and Ryan. We're happy to have you with us as we get ready to head into a holiday weekend, if you will. Uh, it is New Year's. Does it feel like New Year's to you guys? Kind of weird. No. 80 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, it's another day for shorts, isn't it, guy? <laughs> you know? Oh, man. Uh, around the horn, let's check in. Ward, how are we? Hot. <laughs> Ryan, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you, Tom? Uh, I'm terrific. I, I mean, I you know, look, I would, I would rather be – I'm not going to lie to you. I'll take 80 degrees every day. No. I do not like – I do not like or need cold. Yes. I want one freeze a year uh-uh. to kill the bugs in the grass. No. <laughs> and then other than that, let's, you know, let's keep it at 72. You know, I could roll with that. Move to the Bahamas. <laughs> well, <laughs> if given the opportunity, can we do the morning show from Nassau? It would be possible. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we could cover the bowl game, the golf tournaments. That'd be a good deal. That'd be fun. If you had, I'm just thinking, if you lived in a in a climate where the 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 weather rarely changed, would you be bored? I wouldn't like it. You you like seasons? Mm-hmm. We Dude. have two in Waco. Yeah, hot we, and hotter. <laughs> <laughs> we have we have winter. It's brief, but we have winter, and then we have winter is not over. Oh, it's done. No, okay. No, I told you yesterday. I know. Uh, look, watch watch Easter. You will. You 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 watch Easter will be somewhere in that neighborhood. We'll have some some inclement weather. I always get tickled. You start college baseball season in February and you're like, "Wow, this is going to be great." 75 on opening day. You play for a couple of weeks and get close to Easter and you're like, "What in the world?" <laughs> Uh, I remember one time we were in uh, Norman. We were in Norman, Oklahoma, and the the series got canceled. We started on Friday night, like you know, like you do, and we played about four or five innings, and a rainstorm like crazy came. That rain then turned into sleet and snow, and I'm not talking about just a little. I'm talking about a lot. And I think, I think for some, they they got stuck in Norman, Oklahoma, until Monday or Tuesday. I can't remember, but I know what I did. I bailed. I said I'm t- I'm making a four hour drive back to Waco while the roads are still passable, and that's what I did. <laughs> and it, because you knew that there was not going to be any baseball played, and there wasn't. I mean, it was mm-hmm. it was snowed out, and that was well into spring. We had a track meet snowed out in April one year. You can, I mean, you you have the, you know, you you can get some some wintry weather in spring. 
around here. It just that's just the way it rolls. So anyway. Uh, all right, so I was going to ask the question, and I'm, I will ask today, are you superstitious to the point to where you feel like you have to eat black-eyed peas, you want to eat black-eyed peas because you like them, or it's just kind of a tradition and that's what you do? All three. Really? Mm-hmm. I love black-eyed peas. Okay, so you love black-eyed peas, but do you really believe they bring you good luck? Yes. Why? What is the what is the significance of a black-eyed pea in prosperity, good luck, and all that kind of stuff? Because my grandmother told me it did. <laughs> <laughs> and by golly, Meemaw's not wrong. <laughs> what, are you the same way? Uh, no, I'm not that superstitious, but I would believe anything my grandmother told me. That's true. <laughs> there you go oh Sheldon over there (laughs) do you eat black eyed peas I don't think I've ever had black eyed peas yeah I eat them on New Year's Day but also during the summer if I can find some fresh black eyed peas yeah boy that's a great meal black eyed peas and rice and cornbread and corn on the cob fried okra and slab of ham that's a great summer meal well I was rolling with you to the okra and black eyed peas part you don't like okra no. Oh, I love okra. No, it's a vegetable. There are certain, sure. ve- before you start flipping out, there are certain vegetables I will eat, but there's a there's a list on the right side. <laughs> it's a lot longer than the list on the left side. You know, I, I don't know why. I just don't like the taste of some of that stuff. Black eyed peas on New Year's and. Not doing it. Greens. Not doing that either. I've heard cabbage too. Not doing that either. You're old for three. Keep rolling. I'm not a cabbage fan, but I'll eat greens. Now, like spinach for me, I'll eat spinach raw like in a salad. Yeah. But I'm not eating that cooked spinach. Negative. Broccoli, negative. Broccoli is wonderful. Oh, I I got a kid that will eat just right out of the bag. Just bring me some broccoli. I don't enjoy raw broccoli as much oh, my as I daughter do cooked. Will. My daughter will. She'll eat it anyway. You, you know, just bring it on. Broccoli and cheese. I know you'll love that combo. Yeah, my daughter used to call it Barkley. You know, bring on it. Uh, no, not happening. Love it. So, hey, you know, but that's – I mean, I'm not even going to eat a, like a spoonful on New Year's Day. Good Don't love. make that stuff. Make some chili for good luck. Oh. <laughs> Although, this year, what's what's the tip going to be on New Year's Day? Have Have you looked? Let's see. Too damn hot. (laughs) (laughs) You're just, you're just, you're just sour. You're bitter. I'm bitter. You're bitter over this New Year's thing. (laughs) So New Year's Day is Sunday and the high will be 75. Oh boy, let's go. (laughs) If there wasn't such good football on, we could go play golf. Mm. Partly cloudy, high of 75. What games are on on New Year's Day? Oh, well, there's a, there's plenty. But because it's NFL Sunday. That's what it is. That's right. The, the semifinals are on Saturday night and Saturday afternoon. And then you have the Sugar Bowl on Saturday morning. Isn't that weird? Last year. No college games on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, zero. Yeah. Last year, if you'll recall, the Sugar Bowl was the last game to start, you know, on New Year's. The last game. And this year, it's going to be the first game. Yeah, no, no NFL this Saturday. All games are on Sunday and Monday. What you speaking of which? 
I just I can't get locked in on this Thursday night NFL thing. I, I, you know, I watched the game. Hal Michaels is great. I mean, and, and I think the production that, that Amazon Prime put together is good. I can't stand their pregame stuff. Did you watch any of their pregame stuff? Did not. I was watching bowl games. So was I. But, you know, you scolded me yesterday and said I need two TVs. So I, I didn't do the two TV thing, but I did do the telephone, my phone. I had the... One game on my phone and one game on my television. There so I, I watch both the Cowboys and the in the bowl games. Because again, we had two Big Twelve teams in action yesterday, and the games were darn entertaining. They were. And the Big Twelve was just good enough to get beat, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Uh I was wrong. I thought Florida State would pummel Oklahoma. They did not. It was a heck of a football game. Heck of a football game. A lot of fun. Uh, Texas and Washington, very entertaining game in the Bolero Alamo Bowl. I, I know this, and we'll, we'll dive into it. The opt-outs for Texas affected Texas. Let me just say that. Yeah, they didn't have a running game no whatsoever. No question. No question. Bijan Robinson not being there. And as you pointed out, Ryan, when we were talking this morning, they had some running backs, but they weren't Bijan. No, and, and it's – I mean, that's a tall ass to, to try to tell your backup to be Bijan Robinson. I'm sure they didn't do that, but – But he's played a lot. Yeah. Ro, uh, Roshan Johnson. Roshan yeah. Johnson. Yeah, he's yeah. played a ton. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but he didn't win the Dope Walker award. No, you're no. right. He's <laughs> no. not Bijan Robinson. They had, what, 50, 80 yards, something like that, rushing? Uh, I think it was 55. On about 18 carries, they averaged mm-hmm. 2.8, something like that. And then they threw it, what, 50 times? Uh, Quinn Ewers was 31 for 47 in the game. So I, I think it's pretty clear that that was their intent. They were gonna, they, they knew they had to throw the football. Uh, and he threw it pretty well. And he had a couple of drops. Oh, my goodness, did you see, see the post route? He, mm-hmm. A walk-in touchdown. Dropped. Dropped. Out route. Rob, same guy. All within a bit. He had a bad five-minute window right there. So, anyway, we'll, we'll dive into that a little later on in the program. We'll talk about the Cowboys. Uh, Matt Walters from the Kansas State Broadcast Team is going to join us, preview the Sugar Bowl. And Stephen Simcox is going to join us and talk about Michigan and TCU. And uh, one of the uh, semifinal games. You got Georgia, Ohio State. In one semifinal game Saturday, and the other will be TCU and Michigan. And so we'll, we'll dive into that a little bit as well. Uh, did you see where Baylor made a hire at defensive coordinator? Yes. They have, uh, they're bringing, they're bringing uh, Matt Palich back uh, to be the, the DC and, and, and head up the, uh, the Baylor uh, defense. He was on the original Dave Aranda staff. Then he left for Oregon for a year and now is returning as the D.C. at Baylor. So, uh, familiar. You know what I like about this hire? This is a guy that's uh, from Texas, played at Sam, will know how to recruit this state. Like, you know, I mean, he will be a terrific recruiter. He, he's not going to have to learn 
coaches' names and, and, and you know, where's I-45 at, you know? I mean, he's going to know, so he'll hit the ground running when, when it comes to recruiting. And he'll know, and he'll, you know, he'll look at needs or whatever the case may be, and he'll know where to go get them. I think that's part of this thing for the, for the Bears, don't you, Ward? That yeah, I, I do. That he's he's a guy that you know, you're not going to have to get up to speed. He's up to speed, mm-hmm. and so you're you're good to go there. You're good to go there. So there you go. All right, it is a seven fourteen. We're fourteen after seven. So you're gonna have black eyed peas. Absolutely. What will you have? What will – is that the main course? Because I know a lot of people, you know, that's what they have. They have black-eyed peas and cornbread on, on New Year's. Mm-hmm. But is, so is that your main course, or is that going to be like one of the items that goes with – I'll probably have black-eyed peas and rice, cornbread, corn on the cob, and pork chops. Pork chops. Good stuff. So – if you'll just let me know when the corn on the cob and the, and the pork chops are ready, I'll grab a piece of cornbread and I'm out of there. I'll leave that black eye pea stuff sitting on the plate. I want to know on our CNC Collision Center text line, are you going to do black eyed peas? And do you really believe they bring good luck? And for a guy like me who's not going to eat any black eyed peas, do you are you are you predicting and Bad luck? Well, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You see that? You see that look? (laughs) It's like (laughs) he gave me the old. I'm I'm not taking a chance. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, W, you better get you some of those. Now, does it matter? Do you have to have a bowl? Can it be a spoon? Can it be one? I mean, I think I could probably stomach one black eyed pea. Or does it have to be plural? (laughs) I mean, I'm I'm trying to figure this thing out now, this black IP thing. I don't think it has to be plural. I, I really would like to know where this began. I mean, where did I mean? Because I've 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 heard it my entire life, but where did the the theory that black IPs bring good luck on New Year's? Where did that begin? Can somebody help me? It's a 254-662-1660, our CNC Collision Center text line. Remember, if you missed anything on the program today, you can you can catch it on our Syntex Sports Fan uh, website, SyntexSportsFan.com. SyntexSportsFan.com. We have all the programs up on a podcast. Ours, John Morris, who you hear every day at 3, and Matt Mosley at 4. All, all of those programs available in a podcast. So there you go. All right. We're off and running. We're talking Black Eyed Peas today and Cowboys in Jacksonville next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor basketball rings in the new year with a trip to Ames for the Big 12 Conference opener against Iowa State. The Bears open Big 12 Conference play this Saturday in Ames against Iowa State. 12.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 1 p.m. tip-off this Saturday. Baylor Big 12 basketball with Pat and John all season long here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. 
Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast, or even a bear yourself, join me, and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. Morrison Gifts Waco's gift store since 1979 has your gifts for all occasions and just because. They feature local Texan and American-made products like John Hart leather bags and accessories, grandmother's buttons, antique button jewelry, big old key rings, candles, and don't forget the bath and body and their baby collection. They make custom gift baskets and as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. That's Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. If you're out looking for a great selection of new cars and trucks this holiday season, then shop Allen Samuels in Waco because we have some of the best deals in Central Texas that will put you in a new vehicle and driving away with confidence. Say big during the Big Finish Sales event this month on the new 2022 Chrysler 300 Touring L with total values up to $4,000 plus 500 bonus cash to first responders. Hurry in and wrap up some of the best deals of the year at Allen Samuels in Waco. Happy New Year from Game Time, weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. BP Services of Waco is a licensed and fully insured electrical contractor for industrial, commercial, and residential projects in the Central Texas area. Your home or business will be in good hands with BP Services, whether you need a complete wiring overhaul, simply installing or replacing electrical outlets, or when your power goes out. Their electricians will promptly and safely help with the installation of motion sensors, recess lighting, LED above and under counter lighting, smoke detectors, outdoor generators, outdoor lighting, custom lighting designs, electrical panel up rates and circuit breaker replacements. Call BP Services today for a free estimate within 24 hours. And if you agree to the estimate, 15% off your bill. 254-292-8908. Call BP Services when electricity is on your list. Call BP 
The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. It is 721. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Cowboys in Tennessee last night. Uh, just real quick, overall impression of the game. Then we'll, we'll kind of dive into some uh, some uh, some thoughts here. But I just just an overall thumbnail sketch of watching it uh, last night. What would you think? Uh, short week, coming off a, a very emotional game. They were sloppy, but they got the win. See, I agree. My my first thought was, you know what? This is a pretty good football team, and here's why: they didn't play particularly well. I think they it was more of a workmanlike effort. You know, they just they came in, uh, and look, Tennessee played shorthanded. Cowboys just kind of did their thing and went about their business, got the win, got on the plane, and went home. And when you can do that in the National Football League, you're okay with three turnovers as well. With three turnovers as well. Now. Let's talk about those three turnovers. Uh, Dak fumbles. You're putting that one on Dak, are you, Ward? Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I, I saw the replay, and I was just trying to figure out if Biotis got the ball up there okay. Either way, you got to stay in there and get the, get the deal. Now, one pick, I think it's clear that it was not his fault. But one pick, it, it clearly is on him. Is he trying to fit footballs into windows that, that don't belong? I think in that case he was. Yeah, maybe. I I don't I don't know if he's seeing the field real good right now. Could be. I'm trying to figure out why there's 14 picks again. Look, the tight end's got to catch that football, fellas. He's a professional football player. That hit him in the shoulder. Catch the football. Uh but the other one on the, I guess that's a little out route. You, you got to catch that. I mean, you got to you got to make a better throw or or, or throw it away because that was that was really tight and in good coverage. Bottom line, playoff football, you got to protect the football. Yeah. Well, that's the, that's the great. That was the kind of the point I was leading to. You cannot go into postseason play going okay. We can afford two or three of these and still be good enough to win because you can't. You can't. You you ball security's got to to ramp up it if the titans would have been 100 percent last night with derrick henry and starting mm -hmm. quarterback they'd have beat the cowboys because of those three turnovers what'd you think of joshua dobbs that backup quarterback i think he did fine for eight or nine days being in town yeah i thought he was pretty darn good he'll probably start next week won't he oh i i think he has to wow they're going to go into a game needing to win and they're going to have a guy that probably doesn't even have an apartment in town yet and that's going to be your quarterback that is going to be your quarterback cowboys didn't run the ball particularly well threw it 41 times but at the end of the day they got out of there the one thing i will tell you ty hilton's Position on this team kind of ramped up a little bit last night. He, mm -hmm. they, there were some other things they did with him uh, besides just throw it deep. Uh, so they're they're peppering in T.Y. Hilton and, and what he's going to bring to the table. So 
bottom line is Cowboys won. They're in position. They're in position to win the NFC East going into the final game. Now, before they head into that final game, a prep next week, they may be out of it, <laughs> you know, depending on what Philadelphia does this weekend. But right now, I, I think they did what they had to do. Now, when they play Washington next week, if Philadelphia wins this weekend, are you resting against Washington? No. You're going full steam ahead. Mm-hmm. Now, Dak got hurt a little bit last night. Biotish, I don't know. He was uh, in a walking boot, man. He, he's got a high ankle sprain. Just that, that's a hard are, one to get over. Well, it just depends on how you know what grade of sprain it is. I look over; he's in street clothes and a in a walking. Did you the, did you see the play? Mm-hmm. Yuck! Yeah. <laughs> Yuck! It was it was not fun. It was not fun watching that play. But anyway, uh, after the game, uh, Mike McCarthy was asked about. Dak Prescott in in his performance. I thought he I thought he played well. Um, you know I, I thought he managed you know a couple of situations that you know the, the long down and distances and so forth. Uh, you know his his approach demeanor um, is is always very very similar. You know which is a real strong suit of his, and I think he definitely exhibited that again tonight. I, I get tickled sometimes. I I, I know you got to ask the question, Ward. You have to ask the question. Hey, how's the quarterback going? If you expect Mike McCarthy to stand up there and go, hey, look, our quarterback's flinging picks all over the place and we're a little concerned, you're not going to get that answer. No. You're not. Dak was asked about uh, the turnovers and, 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 you know, how he played. Yeah, I mean, to be able to play this position, uh, you've got to have a short-term memory. Um, Whether the interception you feel is your fault, not your fault, whether you throw it to the guy uh, and – uh, lose out on points before half or not, you got to be able to turn the page uh, and just move on. Uh, and I mean, I, that, that's something that, honestly, I mean, I take pride in. Uh, obviously, you know, you're not trying to have that adversity or cause that adversity, but um, good or bad, uh, I'm on to the next play. And that's just, uh, I think that's an example of it there. And just not only me, but the, but the whole team. And uh, defense obviously stepping up, making plays when, when those unfortunate things happen. And then the offense, everybody, all 11, getting on and uh, just saying, let's, let's get, back to, get back on the horse and get rolling. I think that's the approach you got to take, really. I mean, what what are you going to do? You can't sit over there and let one turn into two, two turn into three. I mean, you got to turn the page and move on. Yeah. Is this team, because we always talk about play your best football at the end of the year. There's one game left. Is this team playing their best football? I would hope not. As they prepare for the play. I, I agree with you. Because if that's their best football. They're one and done. They're yeah. one and done. So, and. I don't know if I was under a rock or what, but I look out there and Michael Parsons got a big old cast on his hand. Mm-hmm. What's that about? I I didn't know. I still don't know. No. That wasn't exactly publicized real well, was it? Well, I mean, it may have happened in pregame. Practice? Yeah. I mean, who knows? But he had a big old club on his hand. Uh, it, you know, went about his business. You know, got after. Did you notice that they were doubling him like crazy yes last night? They they were putting two tight ends, tight end tackle. I mean, they were getting help from the from the back. I mean, there was always he, he had company. Let's just say that. He had company. So anyway. Cowboys win it. And uh, now they sit back and he he injured his hand during pregame warm ups. There you go. 
What what did they say he did? That does it say? They de- declined to discuss his injury. Imagine that. <laughs> so he got hurt in pregame. What on earth were you doing to get that nicked up? Did did they disclose what the injury was? No. They did not. <laughs> well, that thing looked like a big old big old club, didn't it? Mm-hmm. So, anyway, Cowboys win their 12th game. And now they sit back and wait for Philadelphia again this weekend. A Philly win. And the Eagles are the NFC East champions. And the Cowboys, no matter what they do against Washington, will be the number one seed as far as wild card teams are concerned. That's that's what they're staring at right now. All right, 729, this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. We'll talk some college football. We'll uh, we'll do that coming up next as we had, a, what, three more games yesterday and got more games today. And then the semifinals are coming up tomorrow as well as the Sugar Bowl. So uh, a full plate, uh, a lot of fun. We'll, we'll get into it next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Dallas improves to 12-4 and four thanks to last night's 27-13 road win at the Titans. Details after this. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. Last night's 27-13 Cowboys road win over the injury-depleted Titans was not a work of art. The offense had to overcome three first-half giveaways. Zeke scored on a TD run. Dak connected with Dalton Schultz on two second-half touchdown passes. And Brett Maher tacked on a fourth-quarter field goal. For the defense, it was cornerback Nashawn Wright making the play of the game with a fourth-quarter interception. Just made a play when it came, came our way. Uh, we preach that all the time. Just when it, when it make it count, you got to make it count. So no game is easy in the NFL, so we just have to go out there and make more plays than they made. We knew we had to come here and execute, and then so that was all. That was it. He just threw it. I went up and grabbed it. Dallas improves to 12-4 and four on the season. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from your friends at Agritech Animal Health. You want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies and take the worries out cost-effectively. That's what you get with Agritech Animal Health and Chad Spitzer and his staff. With over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry, from the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to serve you with that personal feel and products that you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game. 254-883-5500. Merry Christmas from Agritech Animal Health. 
Hi everyone, Brian Reese here, General Manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco, wanting to wish everyone a happy holiday season this year. December is New Bike Month as we close out an incredible record year here at Harley-Davidson of Waco. Come see me and purchase any brand new 2022 model Harley and receive a $1,000 gift card to use as you please. Again, happy holidays from Harley-Davidson of Waco. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Baylor head coach Dave Aranda has announced Matt Pallage will be the team's new defensive coordinator. Florida State's last-minute field goal beat Oklahoma 35-32 in the Cheez-Its Bowl, and Texas lost to Washington in the Alamo Bowl 27-20. Five bowl games on the schedule today, but none involve Big 12 teams. On Saturday, Kansas State is in action in the Sugar Bowl against Alabama, and TCU faces Michigan in the college football playoff semifinals in the Fiesta Bowl. The Cowboys open week 17 of the NFL season with a 27-13 win over the Titans. The MCC Highlanders are on the court at the Highlands today and tomorrow. They have a 4 o'clock tip-off with loyalty prep today and host Panola at 2 o'clock tomorrow. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service in Robinson. Good feet in the Central Texas marketplace and advanced foundation repair. Just fix it, Jimmy.com. That's all you got to know. <laughs> 7.35. This is game time here on a Friday morning. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us as uh, we move through this. Uh, this is our last show of 2022. You, you guys stop and think about that? Yeah. La- last show. I mean, just kind of reflective. Last show of 2022. How about that? Ah. And, and Ryan... Are you you going to survive? I will be just fine. The <laughs> the water went down the wrong pipe, but I'm okay. good. I'm sitting over there. Uh, Ward, I thought we were going to have to call 911 for a minute. Good gracious. Too. So, anyway. A uh, couple of quick notes here. And I don't know if you guys saw this. I think we, we were just discussing it. So, Tanner Mordecai is going to jump into the portal, according to reports. Mm-hmm. Leave SMU. And already, Wisconsin is at the top of the list. Now, how does that happen? How does that happen? Well, I mean. How does that happen? You know how it happens. <laughs> uh, Baylor's Al Wolcott is going gonna, is gonna to enter the portal as well, according to reports, along with Mike Harris, a uh, backup DB. So, Wolcott will, uh, will leave Baylor and enter the portal as well. I think he'll have one year available. There you go. What uh, what was your big takeaway from the uh, bowl games yesterday? And I told you mine before we went on the air. I thought they were all good games, entertaining games. Mm-hmm. And I thought 
the Big 12 represented themselves well, but they were just good enough to get beat. Yeah, the Big 12 is not looking real good right now. One. One win. Right, Tech? Mm-hmm. That's it. Uh, Surprise you? A little bit. A little bit. I th- you know, again, and there's so much that goes on in that month between the end of the season and that bowl game or whatever it is, three weeks, What I mean, whatever the case may be. But, you know, look, could the cheese at bowl have gone either way? Sure, it could have. Does Texas have a better chance to win the game if they got B. John Robinson? Sure, they do. You would think. Yeah, you would think. Uh, I don't know. Are you are you implying that it may be a black eye to the conference that they've got just one win? No. Does it matter? I I think you want to do better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you want to win. I mean, I that it's. The perception's already there, and it's it just got larger. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, if you win the, if you win the Armed Forces Bowl and you win the Cheese It Bowl, does it change the perception of the league? A little bit. I think you have to win at that higher level to change the perception of the league, and I don't know that the perception is right or wrong. Maybe they're right. Maybe maybe it is just the SEC and the Big Ten. Pac-12, ACC, and and the Big 12, you're just hanging around. Uh, You know, I don't know. It drives me nuts that that, that, that's the perception, but. I I think it's going to get, that perception is going to get larger here in a couple years. Could. Unless you find a way to win some games. And you're not those two teams. Yeah, but you're still not a blue blood. No, but I mean. Clemson wasn't a blue blood, but they started winning a lot of football games, and now you have a lot of respect for the Clemson Tigers. I mean, you can win your way into that thing. And look, for the for the longest, Florida State was a doormat. A doormat. You know, played in a little bitty stadium, couldn't get a coach. Look at them now. Winning will do a lot of things for you. So to your point, they've got to go win some games. This league's got to got to win those those elite games, and you know that's why I've been asking this week about TCU and do they carry that banner? Do they carry that flag? Whether they want to or not, is their performance in this game part of that perception of the conference? I. I'd say yes and no. I don't think that they're really worried about the conference right now. They're worried about the TCU Horn Frogs. I, I get I that. Hope. Them, and that's what they should be worried. They better be worried about them. I'm talking about everybody else. Does everybody else look at TCU and go, that's the that's the future of the conference? You know, all we heard during the, during the summer was, you know, that Baylor, Texas, I, I, Baylor, TCU, Oklahoma State, that's going to be, you know, once the once Texas and Oklahoma clears out, I think it's another example of a team catching lightning in a bottle, personally. Could be. I mean, did anybody expect it? No. Brand new coach? New systems? Mm-mm. New way of going about things? I don't even know if they were picked in the top half of the conference. They weren't. No. 
They weren't. <laughs> and then the, the player that they named their starter, Chandler Morris, goes out in the first game, and then they bring in Max Duggan. No one expected Max Duggan to just turn around and put up the season he well, had. Well, no, you pointed him to the bench. Yep. Go have a seat over there, young man. And then at the end of the year, he's in New York. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you know, and look. You can look at it as a as a blessing, or you can look at it as a curse, whatever the case may be. But look how many – not a curse necessarily, but, I mean, luck. I don't know. Look how many games that they won in the fourth quarter. You know, that they were they were down and, and really on, on their way to, to getting beat, but found a way to win. It happened here in Waco. It certainly did. It certainly did. And, you know, Jerry Hill, we were talking to Jerry earlier that, in the week. That's a sign of a good football team. It is. And that's what happened in, 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 in Waco last year. You, you had those close games went into the win column instead of the loss column. And that's what TCU was able to do. You know, I, I, think, I think most people will pick TCU uh, uh, to lose to Michigan. I think most are going to pick – Georgia to beat Ohio State, and I, you know, I get that, and I. It, so if TCU gets beat by Michigan, and it's you know it's three points, five points, one possession. Does that change the way the conference is perceived nationally? No. Is it still? I told you so. The Big Twelve can't play in these games. I, I mean, until you. Climb to the mountaintop, I think it's going to stay the same. And you're somebody other than? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, there, there's some validity to that. That's why, you know, boy, if you're a Big 12 fan, I, I think you pull for TCU. It's your league. The, whether they like it or don't like it, I think they're representing the league. And, 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 and they're not just representing TCU. I would think that there's probably some Baylor fans that are not going to cheer for TCU. I guarantee there will be. I, I agree with you, but I'm, I'm telling you from the way I, I look at it. I was a Washington Husky fan last night. Were you really? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Just because or because of the reasons that we've been talking about for the last six months? Well, because it, it was – burnt orange over there <laughs> <laughs> that's funny uh I, I did find myself pulling for florida state i'll be honest with you <laughs> I, I i just did you know so anyway all right 744 i'm just bouncing that around seeing what everybody thought uh college football uh and again now the semifinals is anybody giving ohio state a chance i think they have a chance a good football team. They got a chance against Georgia? Yeah. I think that's going to be a great football game. Do you really? I do. Maybe. We'll see. I think Georgia's kind of separated themselves from everybody else in the country. Now, what does that mean? I don't know. We'll find out. But the way that they played throughout this this entire season. Oh, they're a great football team. Yeah. But I think I think Ohio State's a good football team. And they're carrying a chip on their shoulder. After getting beat by Michigan? Mm-hmm. They didn't get beat by Michigan. They got, they got thumped. Thumped. 
they couldn't cover the deep ball, they still haven't covered the deep ball. Uh, boy, howdy. Yeah, they may get run out of the gym, but I don't, I don't think they will. So you've got who and who in the finals. I've got Georgia and Michigan in the finals. So do I. I agree. But I think TCU plays better than what everybody – I mean, you know, what is it, seven and a half or something right there now? Uh, yes. So. It, it just depends. And it, Look, if, if TCU can get in there and create some turnovers – They've got skill them, players, man. And give themselves a chance. And Joseph Koleski can make the defensive adjustments that he's been able to make. That – that could be the difference in the ballgame. Boy, to me, that is. How do you handle Michigan up front, mm-hmm. their offensive line? Boy, they're good. They are good. How do, how do you deal with that up there? But I'm telling you, TCU's got some skill players. Mm-hmm. And let's see how they how, how they go. So, I, man, I'm, I, I'm looking forward to it. I, I, I think it's going to be a great football game. Could be wrong, but I think it's – I think they'll have a chance. I just don't know if they'll be able to. I hope it's a great pull day. magic out one more time. I hope Saturday's. A, I hope tomorrow's a great day of college football, beginning with the Sugar Bowl, Kansas State, and uh, and Bama. Who do you have in that one? I got Bama winning, but it wouldn't surprise me if Kansas State. Because again, I it would don't shock me. Would it? Yes, I think they get boat raced. I know that Bama's players are going to play. There's not a million opt-outs. But, you know, I read an article this morning. We were, we were looking at an article this morning where it's like, you know, it's, it's college playoff or bust. You know, most people think that the Sugar Bowl would be a great reward at the end of the season, but not Alabama. Nope. Yeah, with their, their they are PO'd. Yes, yeah. they are. So how do they handle that? Do they do they take that out on Kansas State, or do they go? Eh, I don't give a flip about being here. I don't know. Look, if they're ticked off and come in and play with a chip on their shoulder, yeah, it's going to be a tough day. But we here's what we do know: Kansas State is thrilled to be in the Sugar Bowl, mm-hmm. thrilled to be in that football game until about after the first three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> We'll find out. 747, this is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time. We're joined now by WFAA TV Channel H, Joe Trahan. It feels to me that there are certainly times when Keller just hits too cute. We have seen this offense at its best when they are mixing in Tony Pollard, Zeke Elliott. Zeke's hitting them right in the mouth. Pollard's hitting them on the perimeter. And then Dak mixes in play-action passing. And when you get away from the formula that we have seen has been so successful, this offense goes the wrong way. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Are you frustrated with rising cost of eating out? Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House comes to the rescue. Meat Eater Monday. One meat with two sides for only $8.95. This special with beef or ribs is $9.45. Tater Tuesday. Buy a Texas tater at regular price and get the second for half price. Pork loin Wednesday. A pork loin plate for just $7.69. Try the new Porky Pig Tater with succulent pulled pork and save $3 off your order. Texas size value. Available every day from Waco's number one barbecue. Uncle Dan's Barbecue in Hewitt and in Waco. Well, it's that time again. The most wonderful time of the year. And just like most of us, the foundation doctors thinking about home and family. Hey, Dad. 
Hi, Jay. What you working on? I'm building a gingerbread house. That's cool. Why's the door so crooked? And why is your chimney leaning like that? I guess my house needs the foundation, Doctor. <laughs> You're such a goofy kid. Is your house starting to look like a Pinterest project gone wrong? Are you worried about the jolly old fat man making it down your crooked chimney? Then you need to call the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. From all of us at the Foundation Doctor, we wish you the merriest of Christmases and a very blessed New Year. The Foundation Doctor is just like old Santa Claus. Just like old Santa, we make house calls. <laughs> You're home for Baylor men's and women's basketball. ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings, and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel & Company, New York. Each piece a work of art. Plus, no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Baylor head coach Dave Aranda has announced Matt Pallage will be the team's new defensive coordinator. Florida State's last-minute field goal beat Oklahoma 35-32 in the Cheez-Its Bowl, and Texas lost to Washington in the Alamo Bowl 27-20. Five bowl games on the schedule today, but none involve Big 12 teams. On Saturday, Kansas State is in action in the Sugar Bowl against Alabama, and TCU faces Michigan in the college football playoff semifinals in the Fiesta Bowl. The Cowboys opened Week 17 of the NFL season with a 27-13 win over the Titans. The MCC Highlanders are on the court at the Highlands today and tomorrow. They have a 4 o'clock tip-off with loyalty prep today and host Panola at 2 o'clock tomorrow. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. All right, 7.52, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. John's got the uh, first word in Baylor Athletics coming up in just a couple of minutes. It is the uh, Baylor Sports Beat program. Uh, Bears are back in action. Got the uh, Baylor men and women back on the hardwoods tomorrow. Opening up conference play on New Year's Eve. Baylor men will be on the road. They're going to be in Ames, Iowa, taking on Iowa State. And Scott Drew talked about 
starting off conference play and, and, and looking at the league. Well, I think every every uh, coach wishes they had a couple more practice days before the Big 12 started, but that's what makes it fair, equal. Um, and we know uh, uh, how tough the Big 12 is. And uh, this year, again, number one ranked conference. At one time, all 10 teams projected in the NCAA tournament. So the good news is each and every night there's no bad losses, uh, just quality win opportunities. At the same time, uh, uh, you're in a lot of one or two possession games, and uh, you really need to execute down the stretch. Otherwise, it's long nights. He he mentioned the league, Ward, and, and man, this league is good. Yeah. So this is this is 9-2 and two Iowa State hosting 10-2 and two Baylor. I mean, and I was just looking, the, the worst record in the league is Oklahoma State at eight and four, and then you have the Kansas Jayhawks at eleven and one. Everybody is between eight wins and eleven wins. I mean, that's crazy. That is, there's no bad team in this in this in this league. Not right now. There's not. I mean, and he said it best. Scott Drew said it best. I don't think there is a bad loss. There's a bunch of good wins, particularly if you can find a way to win one on the road. And we all know that when you go to – and just like in football, those fans in Ames are going to participate. You know, Scott Drew says it all the time. You can you can watch a game or you can affect a game. And, and there's no question that those fans in Ames, Iowa, are going to be there ready to affect a game. How do the Bears handle that? Is, L, is LJ Cryer available? You know, he was been in, he's been in uh, – he was in con- concussion protocol. Is is he going to be, you know, and he's a big piece of the puzzle. You know, so is he available? There's a lot of questions as you begin as you begin this thing, and, and hopefully they can go on the road and find a way to win a conference game. And every every win is is treasured, but in my belief, every road win is really you know put two stars by it. You go on the road and win in the league, in this league, oh, that's special. That is special. And so the Bears and Iowa State uh, Saturday afternoon right here on ESPN Central Texas. Now, over on our sister station, 104.9 FM, Star FM, Baylor women will be hosting TCU. And uh, Nikki Collin talked about TCU and, and, and just what challenges they present. It's honestly, it's no different than playing a non-conference game. Um, because they have one player that's in their rotation that played last year. And don't ask me to pronounce her name. Um, number two. That's, that's a, t- <laughs> she's, she's got to go up against old number two there. Uh, it, it TCU is, a, is certainly a different story. This is a team that's, they're trying to figure things out. They're six and five, uh, you know, but, uh, I think every team in the league, even in this league, is capable. But look, it's, you know, make no mistake about it. This is a six and five basketball team, and you're at home. This is one you need to go take care of. I would think so, yeah. Colin also also talked about the style of play that TCU presents and and, you know, look, it's 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 different than a year ago. You know, they don't run a single play that they ran a year ago. Um, last year they ran a lot of elbow action, kind of Princeton stuff, and this year they're very set driven and um, staggers. And so that's Nikki Collin talking about TCU. One thirty for the men's game pregame. I, I, I beg your pardon. 
it is 12.30 for the men pregame, 1 o'clock tip, and then a 1.30 pregame with a 2 o'clock tip for the uh, women in TCU over on 104.9 FM. So look forward to that. Should be, uh, should be a lot of fun. New Year's Eve in the Farrell Center for Baylor women in TCU and the Baylor men on the road at Ames, Iowa, taking on TCU. So, again, here we go. we got to have multiple televisions, Ward. We're going to watch mm-hmm. the playoffs and, and watch the basketball. He, he, you know, so you better have your you better have your uh, mm-hmm. your iPhone ready to go or, or another television or whatever while you cook your stupid black eyed peas that don't work. Not stupid. They don't work. They don't. Did we ever figure out why? How that how that tradition began? Have oh. we? Have, I know that you you went through about five yeah, potential there's, scenarios. There's a bunch of different reasons, so I don't know which one is. It's, and they're all they all sound valid, so they all have the potential to be the truth, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I, I'm just curious what we think about black eyed peas. Again, I I don't need any of those. I have I have all the validation I need. Because Mamaw said so, huh? Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> what was your grandmother's name? Uh, I had. What, what did she? My great grandmother was Mamaw. Uh huh. Uh, who? Lived to be 110, so Stop I got it. to know oh, her very well. Stop it. Um, my mother's mom was Big Mama, mm-hmm. and my dad's mom was Nanny. There you go. What was what was your what's yours? Uh, my mom's mom is Mima's, and then my dad's mom is Grandma Betty. Y- you said Mima plural Mima's. Mima's. We. It's always been Mima's. My my little brother calls her Mimi. Ah, so she has two names. I got you. And I had a nanny. That's why. So there you go. Always curious what what you know because they're all they're, they're all, all different. different. Yeah. My mom was Mimi. Huh. My uh, we're a little different in my house. My wife is Gigi. There you go. And I'm Paps. I've heard those. Yep, I'm Paps. I've heard a lot of Pappies. Nope, just Paps. Just Paps. I think you look like a Pappy. <laughs> whiskers and a corncob pipe <laughs> a hole a, a, a hat you know with a hole a in it hat, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah no 759 here's john moore i wonder what john's grandfather name is that's a good question i don't know here's john with today's baylor sports beat it's time now for the baylor sports beat on the home of the bears espn central texas now, here's the voice of the Bears. Our money is number check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor football has a new defensive coordinator. We'll give you details. Plus, men's and women's basketball open Big 12 play tomorrow. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Stop the great selection of new cars and trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco. Say big during the Big Finish sales event on new 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star trucks with total values of up to $7,250 and no payments for 90 days. First responders get $500 in bonus cash. Come see why Ram continues to win awards every year. If we don't have what you want in stock, we'll custom build the truck of your dreams and order it today. Hurry in for some of the best deals of the year on Ram trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly. Grandma! 
Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. Howdy, Chuck Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. Now for a look at what's happening this weekend in Baylor Athletics. Here again is John Morris. And welcome back. Coach Dave Aranda made the announcement yesterday. Matt Pallage is coming back to Waco, back to Baylor, and back on his staff as the defensive coordinator. Pallage was here previously. He spent last season as the co-defensive coordinator at Oregon, now takes over as the Baylor defensive coordinator. Big 12 basketball play is here for the Baylor men and the women. For the Baylor women, number 23 in the nation, they open conference play tomorrow at home against TCU, still looking to determine their identity of this team. Here's head coach Nikki Collin. Like when I watch Kansas, they know who they are. When I watch Oklahoma, they know who they are. They know who they're going to play to and play through. And I think by nature of the way our non-conference has gone, we're still trying to figure that out, you know? And I, and I hate saying that because I don't want to be in that situation. Um, but when you play 12 games and you've had like seven or eight different starting lineups, you know, and, and you're not quite sure when Asia is going to get back or we weren't sure if Dre was going to get eligible, like just all these different things that are going on, you know, you're, you're still kind of, you know, trying to figure out. Nikki Collin and the Baylor women opening Big 12 play tomorrow at home against TCU. 1.30 airtime, 2 p.m. tip-off tomorrow on 104.9 FM. Television on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. While Scott Drew and the 12th-ranked Baylor men open league play in Ames against Iowa State tomorrow afternoon, on the air at 12.30, tip-off at 1 here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tomorrow on ESPNU. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Talk to you tomorrow from Ames and have more next week. I'm John Morris. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, just after 8 o'clock, this is hour two of the program, game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And we are presented by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend of the car business. I'm Tom, he's Ward, he's Ryan. Thank you so much for turning on the radio. And on the telephones with us this morning from the uh, Kansas State broadcast team, it is Matt Walters and, and the uh, the Kansas State Wildcats and the Alabama Crimson Tide kick off a big day of football. you got the semifinal games tomorrow, but uh, it begins with the with the uh, Sugar Bowl uh, on, uh, on on Saturday. And, and we say good morning to, to Matt. Matt, good morning. How are we? And, and how's the weather in New Orleans, Louisiana, my friend? Uh, well, good morning, Mr. Barfield. Uh, it's drizzly. It's windy uh, here in the bayou. And Happy New Year to 
you and everybody at ESPN Central Texas. Really looking forward to the game tomorrow, without a doubt. The you know we've been kind of debating here. Is everybody looking forward to the game? What what's your feel for for Alabama? I know that you've been to some of the press conferences. What's what's the vibe when it comes to the Tide and and being in New Orleans and not being in the playoffs? I think Alabama is saying the right thing. I don't know that it's from the heart though, to be honest. Uh, you know they they have not had any people, really anybody, you know, opt out. Bryce Young is to play. Um, you know, Anderson, their, their stud on defense is, is slated to play. But, I, yeah, I, again, I just don't sense that it's really from the heart. There's going to be plenty of Alabama fans and supporters here. But, yeah, I mean, they're, they're accustomed to, to playing for one thing and one thing only, and that's the natty. And they're not in it. And, uh, you know, I think they're they're a little sore about it, so to speak. But it is what it is. But I'll tell you on the other side of it, um, K-State's never had this kind of opportunity. Their fans are coming in and rolling in because of all the flight issues. They're they're rolling in like crazy, and they're raring to go tomorrow. For the Cats on that big win, or four straight wins to end the season, does that momentum help them through the Sugar Bowl right now? You know, I don't know that that last game was long enough ago. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. Um I'll just I'll tell you this that K State's become more healthy, you know, which is going to help matters. Uh, and I just think the you know can the can the desire and the want to and all those things help propel the team. K State guys, I mean, they're, they're going to have to play very well. Period. Their their margin for error is reduced. It's Alabama. I mean, you're playing the the Yankees of college football, and I'm, <laughs> I'll tell you one thing: is every LSU fan that's here in New Orleans, they stopped K-State fans and say, beat Alabama. We can't stand them. So that's been kind of funny to, to see that happen all the time. But um, K-State's got to execute. They're, they can't play from 14 down. You know, they've got, to, they've got to win every battle, offense, defense, and special teams if they're going to have a chance. You say that, but so how do they go about getting that done? Where, where does that begin? Does it begin with quarterback play? Does it begin with Deuce Vaughn and being able to run the football, keep Bama's offense off the field? Where does it begin? All of that. Uh, I mean, I'll be honest. I think K State's offensive line—they ha- they have to win tomorrow, and the and K State's defense has really got to minimize. <coughs> excuse me, Tom. Um, they've got to minimize giving up big plays, and that's hard. I mean, it's it's Alabama, and what Alabama has is different than most everybody else in college football. Uh, you know, both teams are going to see some different things because there's been that month off, so to speak. Um, I, I think K-State's offensive line is huge tomorrow. And remember, I think where K-State's had trouble is against teams like, you know, like uh, Texas. You know, great big physical defensive or offensive linemen. And that's why I think in the trenches, it's really going to be critical tomorrow for Kansas State. How does Kansas State get in Bryce Young's kitchen? By hook or by crook. Um, it's... It's not easy, and he's a hard – I will tell you this, guys. I, I thought he was going to be bigger. Uh, I just had that in my mind watching him on TV. He is not a big quarterback at all, but, man, is he elusive. He's got great feet. He's smart, and I just – you know, in talking to him uh, on Wednesday, I, I just like his demeanor. But K-State's got to keep him from improvising, getting out, getting loose. 
make a play. I mean, Alabama's going to hit some things. There's no doubt it's Alabama after all. But you just you can't let it be repetitive throughout the ball game. K State's going to have to hit him, knock him down somehow. Some way, Daniel Green, K State's top linebacker, is going to have to be. You know, he's going to have to be on his A game tomorrow. And um, yeah, I'll guarantee, I'll guarantee you, K State's secondary because they've got a couple of young guys in the back end. Uh, with two guys out for the year, Alabama's going to go after that without a doubt. Does Kansas State, and boy, this is strange for me to say, but does Kansas State against Bama, do they throw to get Deuce Vaughn going, or does Deuce Vaughn get uh, Howard going? I would suggest the fur. I think I'm going to say it's Deuce Vaughn probably getting Will Howard going, but it depends. It depends how aggressive Colin Klein is going to be right away, Tom. I mean, how much are you going to roll the dice? This is not a game where you just you go about your business, you kind of get settled in, and you run this and you run that, in my opinion. So I think K-State's going to have to to take some shots. You know, Alabama faces really good running backs. They haven't faced a guy like Newswan. But if K-State can run the ball early, then I, I would say get ready. It could be interesting. But to be honest, if K-State has a chance going to the fourth quarter, then I'm not saying that's what K-State's going to settle for or anything like that. But if they have a chance going to the fourth quarter, uh, it's it's really going to get loud and riled up inside the Superdome. I know you got to run. I appreciate your time. Uh, Have a great day today with all the meetings and everything that's going on and the media availabilities and all that good stuff. And enjoy the game tomorrow. Should be a lot of fun. Love you guys. Always a pleasure and happy new year. Happy new year. Talk to you soon. That's Matt Walters. He'll be on the sidelines tomorrow for uh, Kansas State in their uh, their radio broadcast. I'm telling you, man, I think that'd be a great place to to hang out, uh, you know, for a bowl game like that. Uh, We're always in the press box, but of course, (laughs) last Thursday, thank you for letting me be in the press box. I don't think I don't think I wanted to hang out with Ricky Thompson. Sorry, <laughs> he thought out yet? I don't know, man. It was boy. I just think about that and I get cold. Uh, all right, it's uh, eleven minutes after eight o'clock. Eight eleven, and, and you heard Matt talk about Alabama saying all the right things, but you, you think they take that frustration out on Alabama, out on Kansas State rather? And if they do, it's a long day. I mean, it is. Uh, I, I just wonder just how, how much is the motor running when they play Kansas state because they are so accustomed to being in the dance and now they get to, you know, they're going to be turning the television on and watching the dance and that's just got to be unbelievably frustrating for those guys. So we'll see that, uh, that starts our day at 11 tomorrow, 11 o'clock for the, uh, for the start of that one. Can't wait. That's a good breakfast. Yo, isn't it ever? Isn't it ever? All right, uh, 8-12. We're 12 minutes after 8 o'clock. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. So you've got, if I understand it right, you've got Bama, Michigan, and Georgia tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You? Same thing? Yeah, I, th- I think so. I, I really want to see TCU win, but I, just the physicality of Michigan up front. If TCU can somehow find a way again to 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 keep it close, I think I think they can win it. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be can you, can they keep it close for four quarters? 
And the thing with Kansas State, they're not very – If Michigan gets up on two touchdowns, I I don't think they they overcome that. Yeah, and with Kansas State, they're not very good on third down. I think it was – we saw 39% they convert Mm -hmm. on third downs on the year, so that's going to be the key for them. They got to stay on the – from Kansas State perspective, they got to stay on the field. I don't see how they can. They have got to stay on the football field. And if, is that Will Howard? Is that is that Deuce Vaughn? You know, is that a combination? I don't know. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll find out. And I'm with you. Somehow, some way, TCU's got to find a way to, to neutralize that big front of Michigan. Well, I, I think so. But again, if, if they can keep it close, I think they've got a real good chance because I think – They've got weapons. I, well, I think Michigan will start getting tight. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, again, does the fact that the – and again, I know that we're not seeing it in these bowl games, but does the fact that the Big 12 was so competitive and you were in football games every stinking week and in TCU's case fighting to, to get wins, does that benefit them in the fourth quarter? All right. If, if it's close, I think it does, yeah. yeah. I do too. I don't think that they're going to see a That's whole. Why I say if if Michigan looks up and it's a it's a tight ball game in the fourth quarter, I, I think they start tightening up. I don't think TCU will see anything that they haven't already seen before. I I don't think there's going to be any surprises when it comes to the competitive nature of the football game or whatever the case may be. Is the stage big? Yeah, it's big. But you know what? I don't recall Michigan being on this stage lately. When's the last time, or have they ever been to the to the playoffs? Michigan last year. Well, they weren't in it. Were they in it last year? No. Or did they just miss it last year? Barely missed it. Who was in it? Wasn't it Ohio State from the Big Ten? Yeah. Has Michigan ever been there? They've been three times, but they're zero and three. When is the last time Michigan was was in the was in the day, was in the uh, playoffs? Let's see. Efforting, efforting. Like I told you guys, I don't remember what I had for lunch yesterday, so <laughs> I, I can't remember you all got this me stuff. Confused. The Wolverines. When was the last time they were in the college football playoffs? And we're we're efforting that right now. Was it under Harbaugh? Well, this is his eighth season. So surely it was under he he was. Who was they were it? in the playoffs in twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two. So they were in it last year. Yeah. Okay, so last year they were there. Who'd they play uh last year? Uh it doesn't say. I'm just I'm scrolling and trying to find. It says a lot. The college football playoff website says last year was Alabama and Notre Dame and then Ohio State and Clemson. They played Georgia in the Orange Bowl on New Year's Eve last year. Lost 34-11. to 11. Was, that a, was that a playoff game or was that a uh, – Well, obviously, since Georgia won the national championship. Yes, you're right. <laughs> and Georgia's <laughs> going from back-to-back, which would be only the fourth team, I believe, in modern history to, to win – to have back-to-back national championships. They're 21 and 28 in bowl game appearances out of 50. So, and obviously this is TCU's first appearance in the playoff. Yes. How big is the stage? Is that a factor? I 
again, I I think it probably is, but I like to think it's not. It, you know, once you once you kick it off, you just get in between the lines and play football. <laughs> but that's easier said than done. Okay. By the way, we're about to we're, we got to hit the break, but we got we may want to go to Karen's house. Karen on our CNC Collision Center text line. Happy New Year to you all. Thank you for a great year of listening. Uh, yes, I cook black eyed peas in a big crock pot with mm. salted pork bacon yes. just because it's tradition in my family. And like Ward this year, I'm also cooking pork chops. Very nice. There you go. Stephanie's that? here. Stephanie, are you a black-eyed pea person on New Year's? Yes, I am. And uh, sauerkraut. Oh, for the Ooh. love of Pete. Oh, for two there. I'm not doing sauerkraut. Me either. You could do collard greens. I will oh, do that. Oh, for three there. I'll do that. I'll eat collard greens. I'll have greens. How about how about red beans? You I made some Christmas. Did you? I mm-hmm. like red beans now. Red beans and rice. Yeah, that'd be that's a good go. Right there. I know. I eat black-eyed peas and rice. I don't eat rice with my red beans. I don't either. You don't? I just, no, I just eat them straight with oh, I cornbread. That's a good deal. We had red beans and brisket and sausage and new oh. potatoes and oh. corn on the cob. Yeah. I don't know. That sounds fantastic. I like black-eyed peas. I love black-eyed peas. Put a little vinegar They're in hard to find and... this year, though. I will tell you that. Oh, we've been looking and looking and looking. No, yeah. you haven't. <laughs> you have. I just can't find any. Oh, boy. I better get to the store. They're they're hard to find. I have why? I I don't think they nobody have. likes them, so they should be everybody pl- loves everybody them. likes them, they're but plentiful. you. <laughs> I think they had a bad crop last year. <laughs> yeah, that's it. If they made, no, they that's had what a I've bad heard. Crop. That's <laughs> what I've heard. That's why you don't see fresh ones. I didn't even see fresh ones at the farmers market on Saturdays this year. Really? Mm-hmm. So if you can't find any, what are you supposed to do? Well, get a can. They have freeze dried and. Oh. That's, okay. Can't you get like they're, a can of black-eyed peas? Like you, you can, can a, but they're not. What about green peas? Can I substitute green no, peas for black-eyed peas? No, you cannot. I had green peas last night. Doesn't count. I like me some green peas. Doesn't count. How do you like, are you talking about just sweet peas? Yes. Love How them. do you like those and not like green beans? I mean, and not like. I like green beans. And not like. Black-eyed black peas? Black-eyed peas. Cuz. <laughs> C-U-Z. Cuz. <laughs> oh, Mm. I don't. Sorry. Have you ever eaten one? Yes, and I don't like them. Okay. Mom. Just checking. <laughs> I mean, some people. How do you know you don't like them unless you try them? Well, I, I mean. Like, I've tried them, and I don't like them. I don't like the smell of them. How about that one, big boy? <laughs> <laughs> How do you not like the smell of ham cooking in, in, beans. in beans? I didn't I didn't say anything about ham. I like ham. Well, that's what you cook them with, ham hocks. Okay. Or salt pork. You still got to eat the peas. They're wonderful. He'll just be eating the ham out of the black-eyed peas is what Tom will do. Shocking. In one black-eyed pea, if I have to. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out, does it really work? Yes. The the good luck thing. That's debatable. I'm still breathing. That's okay, yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll agree with you on that, Ward. All right. Above the dirt, I'm I'm lucky. <laughs> this side of the grass, right? <laughs> A20. I, no, I'm not eating black eyed peas. Sorry. Okay. Go ahead and roll the dice. Chicken fried steak and yeah, french fries. <laughs> That'd be a good go for New Year's. Uh, ham sandwich. I don't know. Tater chips. <laughs> tater chips. Tater. Yeah. T A T E R. Tater chips. <laughs>
Wow. Mm-hmm. How about some homemade potato chips? Those are good. Those I are love them. Really good. Yeah. Black eyed peas. Not me. Good for you. It's all right. It's 20 after 8. Stephanie's got some Karen's bizarre got sports on. story coming up in a minute. But uh, first, we got to tell you that we are presented by Alan Samuels, and we're brought to you in part by our good friends at Pioneer Steel and Pipe, where they are rocking and rolling in their new location in 2003, South Loop 340. That's Highway 6 next to Busby's Feed. The uh, the Emory family been doing it for, uh, well, for generations, uh, four generations strong. And they've been in business since 1943. The uh, new location features a huge showroom. They've got over 2,000. Think about that. They've got over 2,000 items in the store, including those all uh, those uh, do-it-yourself steel products that you need, such as bolts and nuts and washers and all that good stuff. And uh, they also have a great selection of rebar and accessories. They uh, also offer structural steel and pipe, sheet and uh, expanded metal, and, of course, uh, they, they've got the tradition and the experience that can help you. If you, Maybe you're building a barn dominium, which is uh, one of the hot new things now. You're like, I need a general contractor, and I'm not real sure who is good at that. Well, talk to uh, Braden and John and, or any of the fine folks at, uh, at Pioneer Steel and & Pipe, and they can direct you to the, uh, the right contractor that fits your specific needs pioneer steel and pipe has the uh, the great location down in Bryan, and now that new location at 2003 south loop 340 highway 6 next to busby's feed and seed you can check them out monday through friday 7 30 until 5 saturdays 8 until noon and of course they're open 24 7 at pioneerboys.com Baylor Women's Basketball opens Big 12 play December 31st in the Farrell Center hosting TCU on 104.9 FM. The Baylor women open Big 12 conference play this Saturday in the Farrell Center against TCU. 1.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 2 p.m. tip-off Saturday on 104.9 FM. Baylor Big 12 Women's Basketball with Sophia Young-Malcolm and Derek Smith on 104.9 FM. You're invited to drop by and check out the new Waco location for Pioneer Steel and Pipe, 2003 South Loop 340, Highway 6 next to Busby Feed. They are Central Texas' largest structural steel, pipe, and metal building components distributor, and now they are bigger and better. The new location features a huge showroom with over 2,000 items, including all the do-it-yourself steel products you need, such as bolts, nuts, and washers, and you'll find all the welding supplies your job requires. Pioneer Steel and pipe also has a great selection of rebar and accessories plus they now stock sackcrete and they are the one-stop shop for custom metal building supplies and metal roof panels for your home or business it's a new store but you'll find the same great customer service and low prices customers expect locally owned and operated since 1943 pioneer steel and pipe 2003 south loop 340 highway 6 next to busby feed and at pioneerboys.com Morrison Gifts Waco's gift store since 1979 has your gifts for all occasions and just because. They feature local Texan and American-made products like John Hart leather bags and accessories, grandmother's buttons, antique button jewelry, big old key rings, candles, and don't forget the bath and body, and their baby collection. They make custom gift baskets and, as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. That's Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. 
If you're out looking for a great selection of new cars and trucks this holiday season, then shop Alan Samuels in Waco because we have some of the best deals in Central Texas that will put you in a new vehicle and driving away with confidence. Say big during the Big Finish sales event this month on the new 2022 Chrysler 300 Touring L with total values up to $4,000 plus $500 bonus cash to first responders. Hurry in and wrap up some of the best deals of the year at Alan Samuels in Waco. Happy New Year from Game Time, weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. What are you supposed to do when you pull up behind a truck that doesn't even have a hitch? I mean, it's like looking at plumber's crack. Do you cover your kid's eyes, look away and switch radio stations? Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters asking for your help to end this embarrassing form of truck nudity. If you have a truck, at some point you need to pull something. It could be a trailer to haul stuff off to the dump, maybe a jet ski, a boat, an RV, a horse trailer, even just a bike rack. The point is, put a hitch on your truck's backside. And at Pickup Outfitters, we actually install more hitches than anything else. Whether it's a receiver hitch, a gooseneck, or a fifth wheel, we'll cover your aspirations to not drive a nude truck. And all hitches are covered by the Pickup Outfitters Lifetime Installation Guarantee. So cover your rear end with a new hitch from Pickup Outfitters on Lake Air Drive in Waco, where we're fighting to end truck nudity in Central Texas. Check them out on our website at createacommotion.com slash hitches. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. La Fiesta, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. You can order any of the delish Tex-Mex food online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. From the La Fiesta family to yours, have a happy new year. The season of savings is here at Mission Golf Cars with savings up to $1,000 on our remaining 2022 inventory. That's up to $1,000 off the industry-leading EasyGo RXV golf cart, up to $1,000 off the stylish EasyGo Express Cruisers, or save up to $1,000 on the Cushman line of work-ready vehicles for the farm and ranch. Save big on the perfect gift this holiday season, and remember at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Restrictions apply. Shop in store at a Waco location or online at missiongolfcars.com. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and ASCO Equipment in Belton. All right, stop it, both of you. <laughs> Ryan and I are in the club this morning. <laughs> what, do you have something against dancing? Is that what that was? Yeah. <laughs> All right. No, I don't have anything against dancing. Pops. Paps? No, Paps. Oh. Paps. You're Pops. He's Paps. <laughs> I ain't Pops. I do have something against gyrating, though. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> something wrong with we you, We weren't then. doing that. <laughs> <laughs> it's 828. This is Gabe Time. Welcome to a uh, Friday. You know, I'm, I'm kind of getting emotional. This is our last last show of the year. I know. I was going to say that to you guys. So, anyway. Don't cry, Ward. You'll see me again next week. <laughs> Both of you are goofy. <laughs> oh, boy. Well. What are we doing today? I'm afraid to ask. You're going to be, you are. So, this dude named Carl's Jack Jopilo from the Philippines. I guess that's how you say it. 
He started this sport in 2018, and it is called Cans and Tires. Cans <laughs> and Tires. <laughs> yes. So you get like, you measure out a strip, like a runway strip, and at the end of the strip, you put up Coca-Cola cans. And then you get- Does it have to be Coke or can it be Pepsi? I'm sure you can. Or Diet Pepsi. Pepsi. Or Dr. Pepper. Just checking. Coors Light, Bud Light, whatever. Just just checking. Want to be official. Yeah. Well, they say soda cans work the best. So, anyways, you put them at the end of the runway and you have four tires at the other end. And the object of the sport slash game is to roll the tires and try to knock down the cans. Kind of like bowling. And so, if your tire, like, only gets halfway and it's still standing, mm-hmm. then you can go up to that tire when it's your turn again and roll it again. If not, if the tire gets knocked down, you can't use that tire. And you win by whoever has the most hands knocked down. That's been kind that's, of fun. How many that's do you bowling. Put that's all that is is bowling with a tire. And a Coke can, it's different. You only have four so cans. So it's one can? You have four cans. Four cans, four, what do you call it, tires. And they say you should use the, I guess there's metal in tires, right? Is there metal in tires? Well, if you have, if you have. The rims. The the rim. Well, they're saying use the rubber-coated tires or just stuff a metal bearing to your tire so you have more power to roll it or throw it. (laughs) But here's what we could do. I don't know of a metal bearing. I'm so confused on that part. I don't know what a metal bearing is. I guess that's well, like I mean, muffler bearings. Or I know what a bearing is, but how would you put it in a tire without it falling out? I don't know. Gorilla glue. What? <laughs> Gorilla tape. That works for everything. So how how wide is the... <laughs> I, just, it does. I mean, is, is it wide as a street or is it wide as a, you know... A, I think that's up to like the two teams, but I you're going to have to have it pretty wide. I would say at least... The video that we're watching, they're trying to roll the tire right down a painted stripe. Right. So you can do that. So you measure it out, but you got to kind of like make This it- one says you have to have the rim in the tire. Okay. Well, people make up their own rules to this game, I guess. Uh, yeah, clearly. Well, that shocks me. <laughs> yeah. But look, we could do it in you our hallway. You have a game that you make up your own rules? Why not? I do that all the time. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not surprised. But we could do it in our hallway. Think about it. Well, yeah, I don't could. think Gary Moss would appreciate you rolling a tire down his hallway. Well, we can do it when he's not in the building. <laughs> but we don't have to do, I mean, seriously, we can put him at the end of the hall. We'll start the other one, and um, we'll draw straws to see who goes first. Draw straws? <laughs> How about rock, paper, scissors? I mean. Oh, we could do that. But. We all have a spare tire in our car, I'm sure, right? I don't. Oh, I know you don't because you drive that bougie car. Whatever. <laughs> bougie car. <laughs> uh, but. Um, no, when you're rich, you drive vehicles like Ford no, White's. not true. When you're poor, not like true. the rest of us. <laughs> Teresa, I think we should try it. Gotta, I'd, I'd play. We could do it out here in the parking lot. We could do it in the I'm, back I'm by the van. I'm not in the parking lot. You'll get run over in that parking lot. We could do it in the very back. Everybody zooms. Zoom it in for Sonic. Yeah. Get their ice cream fixed. <laughs> that is the busiest Sonic in town. I can promise it's you the that. Busiest Sonic in America. Yeah. 
especially during that what is that special drink oh a happy hour happy, happy hour. hour yeah yeah they rock and roll yes they're busy um on another note, yeah, we have an employee in our building. Her name is Leslie Davis. She's another salesperson, and today is her birthday. It's today's Happy Leslie. birthday, Leslie. Yes, today Happy is birthday. her birthday. Well, she went to celebrate uh, her birthday, New Year's, like about a week ago. She left a week ago. <laughs> I don't know. She's somewhere. But yeah, it's her birthday. Where's she at? Do you know? You do know. You're just not telling. She's in Fredericksburg. Yeah, I know. She told us. Yeah. So she's having a good time, I guess. But Happy New Year to everybody. It has been a pleasure working with you guys in 2022, and I'm looking forward to 2023. <laughs> Boy, aren't we? <laughs> you never know what new sport's coming out. See you Monday, huh? You betcha. All right. Tire talk rolling. to you soon. Tire. Cans and tires. There you go. All right. Thanks uh, so much. Go sell something. That's Stephanie from Sales. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you Monday. Uh, 20, uh, 833 already. We're running a little bit behind. You here. roll a tire? No. No. And I'm sure I have a spare tire, but I'm not sure where it's at or how to get it off the frame of the truck and put it on the I barely know where the gas goes, Ward. Sorry. <laughs> That's the good Lord did not bless me with skills to you, do, do stuff miss, like that. You miss full service gas stations? Absolutely. I do too. Absolutely. He doesn't even know what that is, but yeah. That's where they used to come out and, and pump the gas and check your tires, check your wash tires, your oil, and, and, and clean your windshield. Oh, and, man, that sounds amazing. Oh, it is. Good stuff. Yeah, I miss that. You know, you, you remember when you were a kid, they'd have gas wars? Oh, yeah. That's where I was working at a gas station when they really, when you could only use your license plate. Odd days could buy gas one day, and even days could buy gas no, one day. No, I remember that, too, when we had the quote-unquote gas shortage. I'm talking about gas wars. Like, uh, when I was a kid, there would be like a – and, boy, we're running late. Uh, w- there would be like a gas station would have gas for, I don't know, 49 cents a gallon. Mm-hmm. Well, the gas station across the street would lower it to 47 cents. Then this gas station would lower it to 46. Yeah, I remember those. Ga- uh, gas wars. I don't know where that where that came from. Eight thirty five. We got to go. Uh, Remember when you could travel all night on fifty cents? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Once upon a time. Uh, Eight thirty five. Stephen Simcox talks of TCU Michigan with us next. Recently on the John Moore Show. So let me uh, ask this right off the top. We were talking about it earlier. When I think of you, I, th- I think Billy Clyde Gillespie. But everything listed now is just Billy Gillespie. Uh, is Has the Clyde gone away for the most part? Uh, not that I know of. Okay. He knows what people write or say. <laughs> That's never been a concern, but, but either one of those are okay for me. I got you. Probably a lot worse. <laughs> John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. 
NeighborWorks Waco is now in their 30th year of assisting families in the Waco area and purchasing their first home. Today, over 3,200 families have been assisted, and these new homeowners have gained over $320 million in home equity through these years. Would you like to be a part of these results? Give us a call at 254-752-1647 or register to get started at www.nw-waco.org. Let NeighborWorks Waco open the door to homeownership for you and your family. Your home for Baylor women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road the next time it happens call big boys record service to get you and your ride where you need to be you can count on big boys record service to help you with roadside assistance such as when your vehicle won't start you've locked yourself out of your vehicle or when you're stuck in the mud no job is too big or too small they do it all family owned and operated since 1984 big boys record service call 254-662-3031 and remember slow down or move over ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Lone Star Structures. Don't miss the year-end inventory reduction sale going on now at Lone Star Structures in Lot and Temple. Baylor head coach Dave Aranda has announced Matt Pallage will be the team's new defensive coordinator. Florida State's last-minute field goal beat Oklahoma 35-32 in the Cheez-Its Bowl, and Texas lost to Washington in the Alamo Bowl 27-20. On Saturday, Kansas State is in action in the Sugar Bowl against Alabama, and TCU faces Michigan in the college football playoff semifinals in the Fiesta Bowl. The Cowboys opened week 17 of the NFL season with a 27-13 win over the Titans. Former Midway quarterback Tanner Mordecai has entered the transfer portal and reportedly headed to Wisconsin. He started out at Oklahoma and spent the last two seasons as the starting quarterback at SMU. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service, Good Feet, and Advanced Foundation Repair. Day 39, welcome back into the program. Uh, we are running a little bit late. We apologize. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. And we're joined now by Stephen Simcox from the uh, Locked on Horn Frogs podcast. Stephen, good morning and happy new year. We appreciate your time. Let's begin with this Michigan TCU matchup. Is the stage too big for the Frogs or, or, or are they locked and loaded and ready to go? I mean, you never know until the lights come on. I don't expect the stage to be too big. I think they've had plenty of time to prepare for the situation. I mean, I know it's a, it's obviously a huge football game, but it's essentially like a bowl game. And uh, this team hasn't experienced many of that or hasn't had many of those experiences yet. But I think they've played a number of games with high stakes this year and handled themselves well. So I feel like if they lose, it won't be because they just, you know, uh, choked under the pressure. It'll just be because Michigan's a really good football team and, they have some pretty clear advantages with, you know, who they have up front in that offensive line. Um, but, yeah, it'll be in- intriguing. I mean, this group of seniors, they hadn't done a lot of winning until this season. So um, they've handled themselves with new experiences and big games well so far. But this is another test for them playing on a huge stage like this. 
Stephen, do you think one of the big keys to the game is how Joseph Gillespie has it dialed up and what adjustments he can make throughout the ball game? Yeah, Ward, I mean, I think that's going to be the, the tail of the football game. Can they find a way to slow down this rushing attack, which has given everyone, um, you know, fits. Blake Corum goes down, they're great running back, and Donovan Edwards has stepped in. It doesn't really seem like they've skipped much of a beat. I think maybe some of the consistency is leveled off a little bit, but they've, they're still hitting a lot of explosive plays. Um, you know, there's been a lot made of, of TCU kind of being undersized and that three three five front they run, but – I think Gillespie's going to have some different looks and some ways to mitigate that. But you still have to get off blocks and make tackles in space, and uh, that's easier said than done against this Michigan team. Uh, I am curious to see how they attack it. I think one thing they, they can hang their hat on, though, is they got some pretty good corners. So I feel like they can commit a lot of attention and a lot of people to the run game and not feel like they're going to be exposed on the back end. But even if you have – you know, seven, eight, nine guys in the box. You still have to find a way to um, get penetration and, and stop those run plays. If Michigan lives in second and third and manageable all day like they typically do, I think it's going to be a long day for the TCU defense. If they can find a way to force some negative plays and uh, make J.J. McCarthy throw the football against this good secondary, then they'll, they'll have more of a chance, in my opinion. Stephen, we were talking about it uh, and want to get your thoughts on, on Max Duggan and, and those skill players. One way to neutralize – Michigan's offense is not let them on the field. Max Duggan and those skill players uh, drive drive the football, maintain possession of the football, win time of possession, and keep keep the offense of Michigan standing on the sideline. If they could be more efficient on offense, that would be a huge step forward. They they've been really good on offense this year, and honestly, they're still scoring at a high clip. But in the second half of the season, they were relying more on big plays and and not as much moving the chains and sustaining drives. They're going to have to do that against Michigan because, as you laid out there, you don't want to give them the ball back um, immediately and keep that defense on the field. I think it's going to be a big game for – or it'll be a, a big test for Kendra Miller. He's going to need to be good, and TC's going to have to have a good rushing attack to win this football game. And um, if they can do that and move the chains, then, then you can start spreading the ball out to those uh, field wide receivers and make some plays. But, yeah, I mean, honestly, you know, the defense is going to have to hold their own, but I, I really – I don't see them just – excelling against Michigan and shutting them down with as good as Michigan's offense is. So if TC wins a football game, I think we're looking back and saying, wow, they scored between 30 and 40 points. And that offense just really looked like an elite unit. I guess the pretty solid Michigan defense. That's their strength. And that's what's going to have to be good um, on Saturday afternoon to get it done. If Quentin Johnson, the Temple Wildcat can, can have a big game and, and start getting this thing. And I'm not saying it's going to get there, but if, if TCU can get enough of the big plays to put this in track meet mode. Doesn't that bode in their favor? I think it does. I mean, when Quentin's been healthy, he's been really hard to stop. You know, when he's been 100%, there have not been a lot of games where he hasn't kind of had his way against just about every secondary he's faced. So I'm curious to see what Michigan does against him. Um, you know, teams have bracketed him and, and sort of tried to shut him down, and TCU doesn't mind spreading the ball around to other players. But if, if teams have, you know, the teams that have tried to sit in one-on-one coverage with him on the outside, it's not gone well for them. So uh, a, a huge opportunity for Quinn. I think he's got a great chance of being a first-round draft pick at the wide receiver position. He's got the size. He's got the skill. I feel like when he goes to the combine, people are going to be super impressed with his build and his physicality and who he is. But um, this is a chance to put some really good film on tape against a great team on a national stage. So. Uh, I'm hopeful for him that he has a big game and 
and continues to just kind of get that hype train going because I know there's a lot of people excited about what he can do at the next level and this is certainly a big opportunity for him to showcase that. Talking with Stephen Simcox from the uh, podcast Locked on Horn Frogs. Stephen, we, we've talked a lot this week about the, the SEC, the Big Ten, Big 12, Pac-12. I mean, is this is TCU carrying the flag for the league? I mean, do they look at this as anything other than a football game? And and does the media, the 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 TCU media, do they look at this as an opportunity to 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 help the conference elevate its image? I don't know how much the players think about it, but I certainly think if they can win this game, or if they're really competitive and it's a close one against Michigan. That should be, you know, a nice feather in the cap for the future of the Big 12. Um, the league as a whole, I think it's a league with a lot of parity. But the bottom line is fair or unfair. Like when they've been in these stages, uh, and, and Oklahoma's the only one that's made it here to the college football playoff so far, they've gotten, they haven't won. You know, they've gotten beat and in a couple of cases. They've gotten beat pretty substantially. Um, and so now OU and Texas are leaving. We saw Cincinnati make the playoffs last year, and they really didn't have much of a chance against Alabama. Um, so if TCU could kind of break that trend, I think that would be significant. You know, it's, it's just one of those things. Like if Ohio State gets beat up by Georgia, um, nobody's going to call Ohio State a fraud. Like maybe maybe some people will say, oh, well, maybe Alabama should have got in instead. But at the end of the day, if Ohio State's in the mix again next year, they'll get the benefit of the doubt. TCU, uh, I think there's a lot of people who sort of are, are side-eyeing them and saying, well, I don't know if they belong. And um, I think for the program and just for the Big 12 as a league, it would be really significant if they could find a way to, um, you know, get this done or, or at least keep it a ball game. And, yeah, you know, those bowl records, like the Big 12 has been able to sort of wave the flag the last couple of years and having a good record in the bowl games against other Power 5 teams. Not the case this year. I think they're 1-5 going into the day. So um, if you win a playoff game, though, I think a lot of that kind of goes by the wayside because – we know these games, you know, these bowl games are hard to predict and it's always kind of a crapshoot who's going to come out, who's motivated, what's the roster look like, what's the coaching staff look like. And uh, it's not always the best measure of, of conference strength, but it's, it is what it is. And they, they haven't done well this bowl season so far. Do you think that it bodes in TCU's favor that Michigan may be overlooking the Horn Frogs and the Horn Frogs do have the Sunny Dykes chip on their shoulder? I mean, if they are, I think it definitely does. You know, I know their I know their fans aren't aren't really uh, too scared of TCU. I've heard from a lot of them over the past few weeks on my podcast, and I don't know. It's hard to judge by these player interviews. I know they're just short sound bites. I have seen some quotes though this week that have kind of caught my eye. Like, man, this this looks like a really confident group, and I don't, I'm not shocked that they're confident. I mean, I saw the stat the other day. They're 23 and two in their last 25 games. You know, they're that's pretty they're good. Really, they're only yeah, that's pretty good. Their only significant <laughs> loss last year was was to Georgia who won the national championship. I mean, they rolled through the big 10 schedule and they beat up Ohio state. They had a couple close calls against Illinois and, um, and I guess Maryland, but that's been it. So it's a really good football team. I mean, it, it seems like on paper, it's them in Georgia and everybody else. So I'm not surprised they're confident, but yeah, if, if they're looking ahead and they're not focused, then I definitely think this is the team and TCU with their athleticism and their ability to make plays that, um, could come out there and hit them in the mouth. And it would be huge, you know, if they could jump out to like a 14 nothing lead or 14-3 to three or something like that and just put some doubt in their minds or at least change, you know, change the, the pace of the game, get Michigan out of just that, that ground and pound style they like to, to live in, then 
that would be really big. I, I don't think this is a, a football game. You know, TCU's made a living out of come, uh, comebacks this year, but you can't fall behind double digits early to Michigan and expect to win the football game. Their style of play and, and who they are is just going to be too much to overcome. So, really important for the TCU to get off to a big start. But, yeah, if Michigan's looking ahead, then, I mean, take advantage of that, you know, and, and make, them, make them have to think about and wonder what could have been if, if they would have taken it more seriously. Hey, I know, I know you're, you're a baseball fan. I know you've seen what the Rangers have done. Oh, no. <laughs> Stop, Ward. But don't you think this Ranger roster now is the way it's constructed now, there's nobody that can stop them in the American League West, right, Stephen? <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, move over Houston. I mean, you know, Nathan Ball. They're they're really setting up a they're setting up a rotation that could have won like the twenty fourteen ALCS. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. They're they're taking some risk. I, I appreciate that they're spending some money. I know Ray Davies is tired of losing. It was nice to hear from him this off season and see that or I guess during the season and see that he actually seems to care about what's going on a little bit, but uh, yeah, they're they're being aggressive, right? Like this is this is kind of a deal if you're going to be a team that's that's uh, at the bottom of the uh, the division standings and you have to overpay and you have to spend money on guys that might not get that kind of money elsewhere. But um, I, I don't know, Tom. I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not buying my season tickets yet, but I'm I'm sure Ward will be there in the front row at Globe Life. Yeah, as, uh, he thinks he thinks I'm just dreaming, but. <laughs> Anyway, I think you're drunk. <laughs> hey, Steven, what do you got? What do you got coming up on your podcast? Uh, yeah, we're previewing the Michigan game, obviously. So if you want more of that info, you can uh, find me on YouTube, Locked On Horn Frogs, or wherever you get your podcast. And then uh, we haven't talked about it a ton yet, but after you know, after this game wraps up, um, especially if, if the season is coming to an end, then we'll get more into basketball because you know conference uh, conference play starts on Saturday as well. So that's I've been full swing, but that's all I'm locked on Horn Frogs. And thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. Hey, you bet. Happy New Year, buddy. Talk to you soon. That is uh, Stephen Simcox from the uh, podcast Locked on Horn Frogs. See, he's in with me. Uh, you heard him. No. <laughs> it's 8.50. He has more sense than that. <laughs> oh, boy. It's 8.50. 10 away from 9. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor basketball rings in the new year with a trip to Ames for the Big 12 Conference opener against Iowa State. The Bears open Big 12 Conference play this Saturday in Ames against Iowa State. 12.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 1 p.m. tip-off this Saturday. Baylor Big 12 basketball with Pat and John all season long here on the home of the Bears. ESPN Central Texas. The Big Finish sales event is happening now at Allen Samuels in Waco. Say big on Jeep models like the new 2023 two- or three-row Grand Cherokee Limited with total values up to $5,000, plus 500 bonus cash to first responders and no payments for 90 days. Jeep SUVs are known for their design and technology. The Grand Cherokee L even brings you extended seating with a third row. Find the Jeep that fits your family and wrap up some of the best deals of the year at Allen Samuels in Waco. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. 
We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, everyone. Brian Reese here, general manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco, wanting to wish everyone a happy holiday season this year. December is new bike month as we close out an incredible record year here at Harley-Davidson of Waco. Come see me and purchase any brand-new 2022 model Harley and receive a $1,000 gift card to use as you please. Again, happy holidays from Harley-Davidson of Waco. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Time for the grab bag on game time. All right, take 54. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Don't forget uh, Baylor and Iowa State in uh, Big 12 Conference basketball coming up tomorrow afternoon here on ESPN. And uh, the uh, Baylor women will be hosting TCU on 104.9 FM at the Farrell Center. And that'll be uh, coming up tomorrow afternoon. Again, uh, that, that broadcast on 104.9 FM. Uh, football, you got uh, one one uh, Big 12 team in action tomorrow as Kansas State uh, – no, two. Kansas State takes on Alabama in the semifinals uh, – in the uh, Sugar Bowl, rather, and TCU's in the semifinals against somebody named Michigan. I don't know. Anyway. All right, so you're going Alabama, yeah. Michigan, and Georgia, right? Yeah. I'd like to see TCU be able to pull it off. And you're going – same. If they can keep it close, I'll take TCU in a close game. I just – I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I'm... I, I I need it to be competitive. Yeah. I, I, that's – If they can keep it close, I think they've got a really good chance. I think I think Michigan will pucker. I don't – maybe. I mean, they've been in so many big games. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see that. Have just, they? Yeah, you just pointed out that they were in the semifinals last year. I know, but I'm just saying they they've kind of cruised. They've had it on cruise this year, control. Yeah, absolutely. The, the the Big Ten's not a deep league. It's top heavy. It very, was t- very, very top heavy. 
And so, as far as competitive games, yes, you're right. TCU's been in a lot more than than Michigan has. All right, we got to go. Uh, John Morris at three. Matt Mosley's at Let's four. Let's just stay another hour. We should. After brought you brought that up. Now, right at time, we got a bail. We'll, we'll see. You know what? We'll see you Tuesday.